me and the Lord, we've got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. On a mission from God, it's the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. We're putting the band back together. Forget it. Don't wait. We're on a mission from God. Aaron's back in his bluesmobile. Matt, me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you gotta understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. There's so many buttons on this board, Aaron. <laughs> First you create the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're gonna put me right back in the joint. They're not gonna catch us. We're on a mission from God. And they all light up in pretty colors. And six miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. They're just begging me to push all these different colored buttons. Like a kid. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Yep. Strike up the band, Sal. You know, maybe next time when I'm speeding down the road, I just my wife goes, slow down. Well, she never does, I guess. I tell her, slow down. She drives faster than I do. <laughs> maybe I can go, honey, they're not going to catch us. We're on a mission, <laughs> on a mission, from, mission from, God. from God. Yeah. Well, was Jesus your co-pilot coming back from Idaho? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, he's a friend. He likes road trips. That's his, true. He likes convertibles because his... Long locks flow in the wind, and it looks cool. Had a great time. That's good. In the great Northwest, they call it. Also, we had the crabbing trip down to Dillon's Beach. Yes. We squeezed that in, too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. Um, it is the birthday show, Aaron. It's the big birthday show. Uh, you turned the big 5-0. Uh, and uh, you turned the big 5-2. I, two, right? Yeah. All right. I, I figured you were two years older. Uh, so, and uh, who's the guest this week? No Lost Cause. No Lost Cause. Rob from No Lost Cause. Write yeah. it down on your calendar. Celebrate it this time every year. It's No Lost Cause Day on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Got a special guest for your birthday, too, Aaron. Can't wait. Big mm -hmm. surprise. It's a big surprise. And um, we got four from ten for the flashback. What year are we flashing back to? 1999. 99. So jump in the Wayback Machine, climbing the DeLorean, and uh, take it on back 88 miles an hour to 1999. Uh, big things. We'll talk about that later. Right? Yeah. It was kind of a good year. It was a good year. It was a good year. Like yeah. the blimp. <laughs> All right. A lot of things going on in 1999. Yes. Uh, so four from ten, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, we're going to talk to Rob from No Lost Cause, and uh, maybe we'll talk about uh, some other crazy stuff. I don't know. Whatever well, we can to, find. You want to talk about some trash cans from San Francisco? Oh yeah, the trash cans, the twenty thousand dollar trash cans yeah, from so, San Francisco. So we'll talk about that too. I'll have to look that story up. All right. 
Jesus is a friend of mine. Sal Policetti soon coming on the show from Sunseed. So yeah, in uh, August, in August I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I hope we'll, he's up to it. Yeah, we'll check all that tickers going. Yeah, and then uh, next week we have uh, uh, Caleb and maybe some other uh, band members from Stonewall Static. Stonewall so, Static. Yeah, they're at they're in Springfield, Missouri this weekend. Kingdom so. Come. Uh, no, they're at uh, Chains Unchained. Chains Unchained. I'm always, I always get them confused. Yep. So, all right, we got to make it out to Chains Unchained, and we got to make it out all these festivals. Kingdom Come, and uh, hopefully they man. do another sound for the Crown, because, uh, hey guys, I want to host. I want to MC Sound for the Crown. It's no secret. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there, guys. Ah, uh, that's his bucket list, folks. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bug Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you uh, know what we're getting into here, Aaron? Yes, I do know what we're getting into. Ska music, OC Supertones. It's the OC Supertones on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. What's up, everyone? This is Ryan from Reborn, and you're listening to the Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave.
Rockstar Musecast experience with Aaron and Dave. Hey, Aaron, nice mic. Uh, <laughs> and look, we got Rob on the Zoom call. Yes. Hey, oh, I, <laughs> we got to give him the proper entry here. Give me a drum roll. Yeah, there's, okay, it's Rob from No Lost Cause. Uh, yeah. And there's the live video on <laughs> And look, Aaron, I'm even recording this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we, we've had some... <laughs> yeah, I forget. Yeah, I'm very forgetful, Rob. So how you doing, Rob? Not too bad. How about you? Good. Doing good. Just uh, as we talked yesterday before the interview uh, the other day, we're traveling back from Idaho. So it was nice to be home, but uh, we traveled 2,300 miles. So it was, it was fun with me and my wife, so... So I'm doing all right. Oh, man. Was that a drive or a flight? Oh, yeah. We drove. You know, 2,300 miles with the wife. Yeah, I'm, I don't think it was all the way. <laughs> you would be correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> my, my best man, uh, Ed, Ed, uh, was it? Ed McMahon? Ed McMahon. Yeah. You are correct, sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Rob, about um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, you sent me the album that was going to be released, and uh, it sounds great. Love the thanks. Africa cover and uh, all the new songs. Yeah, I dig it. Take two is what it's called. Yes. So why'd you call it Take Two? Because is there some songs on there that I've heard before? Most likely, yeah. The uh, everything on the album except for the uh, Africa cover and the cover of Waymaker. They're all songs that have been done before. Uh, originally, I had an idea in mind to go ahead and, you know, throw horns to them. That was kind of the original vision for a lot of the songs. And so I got to go back after I found a couple of horn players, and I got to redo them that way. Plus, I wanted to kind of up the sound quality and the recordings and such. I got some new equipment and new methods of recording and everything. So just we kind of redid them. listen to the album you know i was just driving home and i was like wait a minute i know this song but it sounded i mean like a hundred times better than the original and i like the original because it's got uh, i'm very into the raw sound you know of yeah uh, i think things can sometimes be overmastered and sometimes definitely but uh, you did it just right man because it i like the original song and then i like Dig this one too, and they're, they're two different songs that are the same. They go together like a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, I try to walk that line of like being, you know, too produced. But I like you. I like the raw sound as well. So it's it's kind of a balance that I try to find anyway. It was a nice balance, and you said you added some horn players too. Yeah, yeah. Most of the songs have horns on it. I think uh, eight or nine of the songs, something like that, have horns. Uh, there's another band that's, uh, they're on uh, Indie Vision Music, they're called uh, Home Plate, and I was uh, listening to one of their songs, and I, I heard some horns at one part during the song, and so I asked them, you know, how, what, if they used anybody specific for that, and they directed me to uh, a, a guy or two on Fiverr, and so I just connected with those guys, and uh, we just really got along really well, and uh, so they're helping me out with the horns. No, no. Ah, right. That's cool. Uh, so, now, 
no lost cause uh, is is your main thing, but you got some side projects going on. No lost cause is not a lost cause, right? No, not at all. Uh, right now, I'm working on two last, I guess, projects for No Lost Cause before like a big kind of a break, or we'll see how big of a break it really is. I guess uh, it's because of the because of how much different styles of like heavier, more aggressive music that I like to listen to. I kind of wanted to branch out and try one of those as well. So I created a side project called Ruled Out, which is going to be mostly like hard rock kind of. Uh, to an extent, some new metal-ish kind of feels to it, and see how that goes. Oh, dig that! I'm looking forward to that now. Some hard rock <laughs> and new metal, and and see, I was looking for the name of the song because if you remember from my last time talking with you, I am horrible with names. So, my favorite song from you guys is the the row 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 song. What what is that again? I was looking for the name of it. I... As I have horns. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. But I also like uh, uh, Fight Alone. I was listening to that one this morning. I was like, oh, so good. And you got just the perfect oh, stuff like rock and ska and punk. And I mean, it's just, it's kind of, we talked about it before. It's kind of Goldfinger ish. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the first ska song I ever wrote. <laughs> oh, Fight Alone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, good job. Up to that point, it was all pop punk. because it's so great. I know we talked about it last time you were on, but your nose looks good. Uh, go <laughs> broke your nose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell me the story again for anybody who didn't catch it last time, because I actually love this story, and I tell it to people at work and stuff. It's a great story. <laughs> well, we, used to, we used to follow Goldfinger all over the place. Like I used to live up in the Northeast, and if they were coming in that area, you know, they would have a date in New York, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, wherever it would be, and we would go to the show. And we just went to tons of, I mean, a ridiculous amount of Goldfinger shows. So we went to the one show in, in upstate New York, and we were waiting outside the venue to get in, and it was pouring. And so the the singer from Ignite, he comes by, and he says, get out of the rain, come inside. And so we got to sit through the sound check, and thanks to that, naturally, we got to get right up front when they let everybody else in who came in later on and was waiting. And so standing right up front through the whole show, uh, way through all the bands, Goldfinger comes on, and they start playing uh, the song San Simeon. I still remember the song. I remember the part of the song to this day. He, uh, the, his guitar started, I guess, tweaking out on him, and so he got ticked off, jumps up in the air, throws his mic stand down, and it just right in the face. I mean, the minute it hit, it was like someone just turned a faucet on and just blood everywhere. <laughs> So the guy, the, the roadie comes and picks me up and he carries me off the, out of the crowd out of the side of the stage. and Yeah. It was good times. <laughs> but he's, never forget. he's made it up to you, right? Yeah, for sure. He was, he was really cool about it. He took me to the hospital afterwards and, uh, of course, you know, he gave, he gave us, like, free shirts and stuff like that, all that kind of thing. Uh, email. <laughs> here's a picture. You know, just hey, so you remember. <laughs> um, I, I his name. I always forget that dude's name, but he's a nice guy. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, John Feldman. Yeah, he's great. John Feldman. Yeah, uh, and by the way, Sam Simeon, one of my favorite Goldfinger tunes because it's so California. Oh, it really is. Yeah, yeah it's great. That that song really is so California, and it's about there's just nothing like California, pretty much. Sam Simeon is great, but anyway. Yeah. That's where you do it. <laughs> All right. Back to the album a little bit. One of my favorite songs is Waymaker. Um, you know, a lot of different worship songs you could have picked. Why that song? I guess it's just because it's always really stood out to me. It's one of my favorite worship songs. I think it says a lot about the character and the person of God himself, you know, and what he does on our behalf. And so I thought, you know, I hear a lot of songs that are redone. I've heard some hymns that have been redone and things like that. And so I just wanted to kind of try and take something that's more current, I guess, and, and kind of do that. Good. I didn't even know it was a worship song. Yeah, you stumped me on that one, Aaron. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You know, we've sang it at our church. And so it, it's a really good song. And uh, you did a good uh, version of it. It's one of my favorite tracks. Now, nice. I got I to ask, why Africa? That's a good question. I, I think I think what happens is like at work or wherever, I'll sometimes turn on, you know, an '80s station because I love a lot of '80s music too. And sometimes, like when I hear a song, and there's others, but that one just stood out the most to me. I guess like I'll hear a song, I'll be like, I could do this to it, or I could do that to it, or this would sound really cool, like an updated version. And so that one just was just stood out the most out of all of them, really. Gotcha. So it's like uh, it's like getting an old car and going, I could throw some rims on that and I can rake it. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You know, our friend TK is a big Toto fan. He loves Steve Lukather. So, okay. you know, you don't have to be in the oh, nice. Toto fan. <laughs> That's where I record the vocal in the closet. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he got my South Park reference. Yeah, I know you did. did. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, let's let's hit a song here, Aaron. Yeah. Which think? one? You... Hope for the homeless. Nice. All right. You're thinking of me, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Gotta get back with Rob from No Lost Cause here in a minute on the Rock Salt Newscast Experience. Hey, this is Steve from The Ward 66, and you are listening to the dynamic duo of podcasters, Aaron and Dave on Rock Salt Radio.
inside your head Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide to get away from it You're trying to break free from this insanity But the thing is you keep trying to in your own strength It isn't hopeless, you should know that there's a way out There is a love and there's a strength to break those chains down And time and time again, on this you can defend That if you look for help in God, you're gonna find it
Stormy, rainy. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, you guys get yeah, yeah. A hurricane or something going on out there, don't you? Uh, they're talking about some kind of a depression, I guess, that was supposed to pop up possibly this weekend. So that's that's probably all we got going right now. But yeah, it's it's gloomy out for the moment. Oh, and, oh. and always humid. Yeah, always humid. Yes, very much. <laughs> on fire, so uh, it's always you know. hot and dry. Yeah, we're we're on. On fire. There's actually people running out of water out here. Yeah. We wish we had a storm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're running out of water. Man. Their wells are running dry. So, unfortunate. Uh, not good. No, it's not good. Um, all right. So, Aaron, what else uh, uh, has no lost cause? Because you, you've been talking with Rob. Help me out here. Well, he's got a couple side projects that he's talked about before. Little heavy metal, kind of new metal. Type stuff. Yeah, yeah. What, what, when, when can we expect that to be on Spotify or on album? I hope to have a single out probably in the next month or two. But um, as for like the a full like EP or a full album, probably not till I would guess probably spring twenty twenty two, something like that. All right. Well, have you found that it's been uh, with well? I guess this is a bad question for Florida because you guys were never really locked down, were you? Well, that's a funny story. Um, I started out, we started out in Jersey, we moved to Florida, then we missed it, and we moved back to New Jersey right before the lockdowns hit. And so we were locked down in New Jersey, and I had job offers up there, and they froze up completely. And so we came back down to Florida because I still had offers here. And, you know... Yeah, that's how we got where we are now. Well, you know, I I have this, I don't know, theory. And I, I've been proven wrong so far. But my theory was, all through uh, the lockdowns and everything, I said, I think we're going to see some of the worst music just come out of this because there's no inspiration. There's nothing to go do. You can't go to shows. You can't go to movies. You can't, can't do anything. And I was like, mm -hmm. I think we're just going to get some of the worst music ever. And I've been <laughs> wrong with, like, No Lost Cause and Saving Jackie and Vector. And, I mean, they're coming out with these great albums. So um, did you find it difficult to be inspired during the lockdowns and during this COVID era? 
Uh, not so much. Uh, I guess a little bit. I can see how it can work both ways. I mean, yeah, it can totally get you down, not being able to go anywhere and all that kind of thing. But you also have the, uh, you can always hold on to hope, you know, and strength and kind of the face of adversity and everything like that. So uh, you got both sides of the coin, I think. I've heard both great and really terrible music put out during this period. You want to name names? <laughs> uh, <nobody> specific. <laughs> Struts. Their album during the COVID era, I thought was horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I didn't get to hear it yet. I somehow missed that one. You're not missing much. But like I said, some of these other bands are just killing it, coming out with great stuff. And and I got I got into this lull on spotify where it was like uh music just isn't interesting to me right now there's nothing that's striking me and uh and then like within the last month uh, aaron kicked over the new no, no lost cause the saving jackie uh reborn uh, these are all bands that we've had on but uh you guys are turning out great stuff and mm -hmm. uh, I, I have i have high hopes i should say high hopes for for all of you guys so you have a, he froze up his his camera froze there he is there he is okay. I don't know if he heard it stopped for a second yeah okay. I don't know if you heard everything I said I did. so what's the song you're gonna be releasing with ruled out uh yet to be determined at this point <laughs> okay. still kind of working on that one so this other uh, with ruled out that's the name of the band the other the side project that uh, yeah. Now you said it's kind of a uh, a mashup of of different genres, but is it going to be like more new metal or more punk or what would you more hard rock than anything else? More hard rock, like like uh, yeah, style hard rock or, or Foo Fighters type of stuff or I just uh, more like Seven Dust. Oh, Seven Dust, nice. Oh, that yeah, that kind of it will be. Seven Dust uh, with the Skillet. Man, what a great... I've seen they're them. great. Oh, they are so great. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah plenty of times. <laughs> they're one of my favorites. Um, yeah, now I'm really looking forward to it, Rob. Uh, can you just, like, as soon as you get something, just email it to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, and now, are you doing that one... By yourself, or are you? Uh, uh, do you have a band together for it? Because I mean, nowadays you don't even need a full band. You can you can do everything by yourself from your bathroom, just like we do this. Yeah, in my living room. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. It's just you. Yeah, yeah. What I do is I record, you know, the basses, the bass, the guitars, the vocals, and. Uh, I work with, uh, I'll send the tracks off to uh, Dango Salen. He's the uh, drummer for uh, Amber Pacific. Right now, he also, he goes on tour with uh, Scott Stapp. And, you know, he's, he's, he fills in for a lot of bands. He's a phenomenal drummer. But he's done a lot of Lost Cause stuff. And uh, he's done a lot of hard rock, too, obviously. So, you know, he'll definitely be the guy to, to go for this as well. Oh, nice. This sounds like uh, uh, a 
a bit of a super group, I guess. I, I mean, you get the, the drummer from uh, that plays with Scott Stapp, and then there's you, and the, I mean, it sounds like it's really coming together, is what I'm getting at. And yeah, yeah, it should be. It should be once I get everything all set in terms of the lighting and stuff. Uh, I think it'll go pretty quick. Well, you know, it's ingredients that go into the stew, right? And yeah. One after the other, and. Uh, once again, thrown back to our last conversation, uh, I know I've said this a million times, but uh, God brings everything together in its own time and the way it's supposed to be. And it sounds like he's kind of throwing a little bit of parsley in here and some oregano in there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's the way he's leading you, or... You just are you just kind of sitting back and letting things happen, or are you kind of directing it, or is he directing it for you? Uh, ever since you know I came to know the Lord, it's always been about um, my my biggest, I guess, passions have been for for people and for music, and so I try to combine the two. And for me, music is just it, it's a tool or a vessel for the message that you want to send out. Kind of, so I think it's a it's a very important to like who doesn't most people I know listen to music love music and you know there's one style for one person one style for another because it's all really subjective so um, you know I, I think anybody that enjoys making music you know make whatever kind of music you like but also make sure that you're trying to inject some kind of you know some kind of hope some kind of a message in there that's going to help people give them some encouragement. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Uh, I, I like yeah. Rave Jepsen's Call Me Maybe, you know. So, <laughs> that's my guess. <laughs> you know. There you go. No, I call it pop dribble, but uh, I, don't know, <laughs> I, I like it. I turn it up in the car and I sing along. So, um, <laughs> and watch your phone to go here. Uh, watch your videos on Instagram. You have a uh, little, little guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, is that, that son, nephew? Uh, yeah, it's my son. That's, son. Okay. That's Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, dance a little bit, you know, or whatever. I, I'm sure you've influenced him through uh, the music you listen to. Um, does he get yeah, he... And metal and all that? Uh, he's 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 getting there. <laughs> <laughs> getting there. How old is he? Yeah, yeah. He thinks it's okay. I think I don't think he's as crazy into it as uh, you would expect. How old is he? Eleven. Oh, he's eleven. All right. You you still got yeah. time to mold him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he he wants to learn guitar. He's been picking up an acoustic that uh, we've had for a while. He's been messing with that quite a bit. So I'm gonna teach him a bit on that. I, oh yeah, for sure. I tried learning in my forties, and it was over. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> never too late, man. <laughs> on my wall, I pick them up every once in a while. I'm not good. Um, question I started when I was twelve, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why I up a music band? Because uh, you know, I got a young my young son. He's going to a aftershock here in Sacramento, big music festival with me, and he's my music uh, kid. Always listen to the music. Nice. No, that's awesome. 
I found that it's uh, there's there's like two people, two types of people in the world. There's there's music people like the three of us that like are just totally in it, kind of live it type of type of thing. And then there's sports people that are totally in it and live it. And they're usually there's a few, but not many that are both. But well, you're both, Aaron. You do both. Oh yes. But uh, I see. I like. I'm a total music person, and I just like sports. I I couldn't tell you anything about it. But, uh, you strike me as a total music person. Am I right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh... It depends, you know, where you want to put your time, I suppose, and I just prefer to put my time into music myself. I mean, I can totally see both pe people having both and, you know, making time for each, but for me, personally, I just, I just chose to throw everything I had into the music side of things. Right, so when you're, uh, uh, when you're sitting at home with your son, and uh, are you, like, trying to steer him towards the music, or is he just walking in kind of like, hey, Dad's doing this, and, and it's cool, and... Maybe I'll check it out, too. Yeah, sometimes. It's funny. A lot of times, I think he's still in, uh, I think he's still in that phase a lot of times where he wants to kind of do what he sees his dad doing. So that's why, like, I'll start playing guitar or practicing or writing. and He'll come walking up with the acoustic, and I'll be like, all right, check this out. And I'll show him this or that. And he likes the fact that he can replicate certain things that he hears. Yeah. Uh, so now we mentioned that you know the influence of the ska and all that, but uh, do you do you just try to like do you put on a Goldfinger CD and just go, dude, you gotta listen to this one, because that's what I do. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you gotta. Oh, sometimes. Him. He's 26 now, but he's got his own. <laughs> you know, thankfully, thankfully his tastes are punk and ska and hard rock. <laughs> Oh, win! <laughs> into the the whole Kanye West, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing against rap. I I think you should enjoy all genres of music, but when you are just rap, you are. I, I think you're short sighting yourself. If you're just rock, you're just short sighting yourself because there's so much out there. Like I said, I like Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, I also listen to Billy Joel. I mean, uh, Garth Brooks. I mean, there's a little bit of everything there. And I think it really, right. bringing it full circle, it kind of comes through in No Lost Cause. Because in one of the songs, I can't think of which song specifically, maybe it was Fight Alone. It, it was like, there's three, I picked out three genres of music. There's like punk, hard rock, and, and ska. Yeah. Yeah, I try to do that on purpose. <laughs> is it, is it yeah. Those three groups of people in, or is it just because you love those those genres and that's what you'd like to hear? Uh, mainly because it's what I'd like to hear, but at the same time, I like I love I love hearing the contrast in different styles of music and how they can actually work together in one song. So, like uh, the one song I think it's uh, we heard earlier, "Where I Stand." When I think it's that one. When you play that one, you'll hear it's Scott, it's punk, but then there's a breakdown that's almost it borderlines on like a, a metalcore breakdown sounding kind of thing. There's some dissonant chords in there and things like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, like.
take the song. Uh, I'm I'm coming all over the place right now because I'm thinking all these different songs. The song where uh, uh, oh, it slows down. It goes. Uh, it's not break me down. What is it? Uh, oh, this is gonna kill me. Are we doing another break, Aaron? No. This is it. Yeah. Talk. Talk. Among no weapon, maybe. What? <laughs> no weapon. Isn't it? It's horrible. I hate when I do this, but I, 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 I'm like, I was listening to, to it this morning when I was in the shower and I was like, it, it, you're, you're hard, hard, hard. And then it breaks into this slow ska little break for the chorus. And then it kicks back into the heart. And, uh, oh, let's slow it down. Slow it down. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, slow it down. <laughs> should have guessed that right yeah. slow it down and i'm sitting here talking about slowing it down all right uh, but it your your music does that and that's what's cool about no lost cause i think is you, you, you start out with a ska song and the horns and everything and then uh, before you know it you're in the middle of a punk song and uh, yeah very cool so when you yeah i love seeing those kind of genres work hand in hand together it's great so, um, yeah, when are you throwing the country in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, my old drummer, he loves country, Gene. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you know, you can work that out. That would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a serious rocker fan, and uh, Dave gives me a hard time about... Uh, <laughs> I think he's very talented. I just, it's an easy target. Darius Rucker and Hootie and the Blowfish. Aaron's like, you know what blew me away the other day? Do you remember a band named Lit? They had a song called My My Own Worst Enemy. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't miss it back in the day. Right. It was everywhere. Somebody showed me recently one of their newer songs, and, you know, that old song, uh, My Own Worst Enemy, was like totally like, uh, I guess, a pop punk energetic song, you know, and all their music at the time was. And someone just showed me his new song, and it was pure country. I was like, wow. <laughs> it was like the biggest change. That's crazy. What do you think, uh, seriously, what do you think about bands that do that? Uh, because I get a little disappointed when I, I you know, I like, uh, I'll just use, for example, because uh, we were watching a, a Woodstock 99 documentary the other night. Uh, I was there. <laughs> where are you at? I gotta talk to you. You gotta come back on. Woodstock '99. Uh, there's a documentary on HBO about Woodstock '99, and uh, uh, Kid Rock was on. And my wife said, "You know, is he still really doing that that rock rap type of stuff?" And I went, "Well, I call him Kid Country now because a lot of the stuff." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Country style, and um, uh, it's disappointing because. That first album was so great. I mean, beginning to end, so great. And then mm -hmm. it's like he sold out. And I don't have a problem with an act selling out because that's what you're in it for is to make money. But I don't know. You just, what do you think about bands that do something like that? Just totally go off the rails in the other direction. I think like if you do it early on in your career, it's it's fine. But if you're like four or five albums deep and all of a sudden you go ahead and you switch it up like that, I would at least like change the name or something like that. Like with No Lost Cause, I, I 
with what I'm going to be putting out with Ruled Out, I wouldn't have called that Nolan's Cause anymore because you, you're too much associated with the punk and the ska sound. So, uh, it's like do a side project. It's uh, we were talking. Uh, we got Harry sitting here. I know you can't see us, but we were talking about this yesterday with uh, uh, Nikki Six and, and Motley Crue when he brought Don Karabi in, and it totally changed the sound of the band. And it was like, dude, you could have just kept Vince Neil and done this as a side project and you would have kept all the fans and they would have loved the whole thing. But yeah. kicked him out, called this Motley Crue. It sounded nothing like Motley Crue, even though it was a great album. And it upset the fans and at the same time turned people off to John Karabi, who's a super talented rocker. And right. Fans, and I think he would admit that now that it was a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way you should go about it, I think, anyway. It's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, I just wanted a, uh, an opinion from a rocker, you know, someone who's actually in a band. I'm not in a band. Well, so. it's sort of like when, when uh, Sam Hagar came to Van Halen, a lot of people were like, they ought to change the name because Daily Ross is not there. And so. Yeah, but I, you know. Uh, I, you know but it was Van Halen. Yeah. The, you know, that's one of those questions. I'll, I'll ask you. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar, Van Halen? I still with Roth. <laughs> That's the right answer. That's the right answer. <laughs> but I go Van Hagar. I like Sammy Hagar better. And uh, I just yeah. more to the music. But um, mm -hmm. the correct answer, you know, if we were taking a test and it was being scored, the correct answer is DL. That uh, goes back to the music being subjective. Yeah, in the eye of the so. so how can our audience uh, get your uh, new album, new project? Uh, we have, we're up on all digital retailers pretty much, and uh, I have a, Noah's Cause has a big cartel that's set up that you can find through, uh, we repost it on the Facebook page quite a bit or on the Instagram. Those are pretty much our two main social medias for the most part. Yeah. We're on Thumper Pump Records. And will the new project be on Thumper Pump? Uh, we will see. I, I I have to talk to David about that yet because uh, I know that it's Thumper Pump mainly for punk for the most part, and this is going to be a bit heavier style. So we'll see. <laughs> Right, yeah, I got two. I got two small things that are in the works right now for No Lost Cause, and uh, once those are done, I'm going to focus more on the ruled out side of things, and we'll see what, where things go from there. But yeah, definitely don't plan on retiring No Lost Cause anytime soon. And will ruled out be doing a uh, cover? Because you've done some great covers with No Lost Cause. You did uh, Rick Ashley's uh, Never, Never Gonna Give You Up. I've got a suggestion, Rob. What's that? I can help you put this together. Sun Seeds, Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> have Sal Policetti on the show in a couple of weeks here. I'll tell him, man, no lost cause. <laughs> Make that <happen. laughs> well, 
Well, I'll tell you right now, the uh, the plans right now for No Lost Cause, the two things that I have uh, in the works at the moment are, I'm planning on recording about three, and I'm hoping this comes to fruition, and I'm not just speaking dead air here, <laughs> but uh, three uh, songs for a uh, Christmas EP, and then uh, the other idea I had in mind is to do a full album, and it's just going to be 80s covers for the most part, so... Yeah, 80s. I love the 80s music, so it just feels good to do that. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, you know, I throw this out because I, I'm looking for a home. I, I play a mean cowbell, Rob. <laughs> there you go. Just keep that in mind. I don't mind making a <laughs> Everybody's always looking for that. <laughs> hey, you can never have enough cowbell. That's it. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I'll definitely look to do some covers with Ruled Out for sure, too. Yeah. All right. So uh, one last time, because I'm very forgetful. Uh, when when can we see something from Ruled Out? Uh, hopefully in the next month or two. I hope to release at least you know a single. Nice. All right. Awesome. Let let us know when you got that coming on. And uh, we'll do. We'll definitely throw it on the show for sure because I want to hear it. Oh yes. Rob, thanks sounds for good. On. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me. Good talking to you guys again. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good to talk to you and uh, let's talk when you get some ruled out coming on that'd be great sounds good all right man thank you very much it's the rock solid newscast experience we're doing some no lost cause here yeah, Aaron. Wait, wait, one of my favorite songs on the new album so. there you go brother and you can listen to it on the newscast or if you listen to the podcast version you're hearing it too so awesome all right thanks rob thank you very much hey everybody this is jenny from the band saving jackie and you're listening to Rock Stop Newscast Experience with Aaron and Dave.
maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Rockstyle Musecast experience. And Aaron's got a mute. Hey, look, it's baby Maddie. Yep. Say hi. Hey, hey, careful there, Eric, because baby Maddie's, you know, a drummer in training. Oh, there they are. I see, I see. <laughs> just playing all right so uh i've already started uh the break and everything so uh this okay. is part of the uh uh air uh, well we're doing the birthday show yeah uh because aaron's birthday was july 2nd mine was july 19th so we're very close in, in age and and we decided we're gonna wrap it up into one show and um and i brought i brought the band reborn on Hi guys! Hey, hey thank you. Hey. Thank My dad's you. birthday is July nineteenth. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Your birthday is July nineteenth. No, my dad. Sorry. Oh, your dad's really. My dad, yeah. I'm yeah. probably his age too. Yeah, and my wife. <laughs> probably. My probably. Thanks. My wife's birthday is on twenty six, so it's it's a busy November in a lot of houses, right? Right. Right. <laughs> All right. So. um, I, now I brought the band on and you guys, uh, this is the band reborn for anybody that hasn't checked out our show. We talk about them all the time. You guys are from San Antonio, right? Yes, sir. sir. And, uh, I look, Ryan's wearing his red shirt and yeah. then, uh, Eric down here, he's got his, uh, reborn shirt on, which look at that ready to fly. Oh yeah. yeah. I got to get me a reborn shirt, Aaron. Okay, yes, thanks. Do. Thanks yes, for jumping do. in on that. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, I can't because I'm on my phone. I can't see everybody when I. I oh, you, you can't know, see one, everyone at, at one time. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm. I'm oh, they the only reborn? show up when they talk. Well, no, I, not time. even that. But I, I wanted to see the reborn shirt, so I was flipping through. Okay. The <laughs> different screens. Oh, okay. Well, you can watch it later on the playback. Yes. Because you're gonna put this up on YouTube. <laughs> So yeah, because this is so great. Yeah. Be, hey, before we get uh, started with the birthday festivities here, okay. Uh, you guys got something big going on in Florida, right? Yes, sir. What What's going on there? Um, we actually got 
uh, a chance to do this event with uh, pals. I don't know if you guys know about the pals. Um, no, tell us. So with pals, um, if I remember correctly, it has something to do with like the sheriff's department over there. Um, so a friend of ours here from San Antonio, he had moved to Florida. And when he moved there, he kind of realized that, you know, there wasn't much unity as far as church-wise and stuff like that in that specific area uh, of Florida. So what he decided to do was put up together an event of, you know, people from everywhere, San Antonio, from Florida. Uh, he's even got a couple of people from Georgia uh, going in to, to go ahead and, you know, minister the way that the gifts that God has given them. Um, most of it's hip hop. So I, I want to say we might be like one or two uh, worship groups or rock like we are. Um, so it's going to be a little different, but it's going to be awesome. Um, we believe that God's going to really make a move. Um, a lot of things have been happening with that kind of behind the scenes. It's like, man, is this really going to happen? Are we still going to do this? Um, you know, so, but God's just been providing. Um, so we'll be in Palaka, Florida, um, July 31st. All right, cool. And uh, weren't one of you? No, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Anthony from from uh, um, Saving Jackie. Jackie. He's out in Florida right now. He might be coming back. You guys might be crossing paths there. You guys know <laughs> yeah. Anthony, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so now, is this uh, one of the things that you guys have been asking for help? with on facebook i saw you guys post something just yesterday asking for help with some people you're looking for some people for something what's that all about oh that's actually for my church <laughs> we're looking for a, a worship team <laughs> oh you are well i mean there's what four of you right here right yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, how big's this team gotta be <laughs> I, the problem is that his schedule and my schedule they kind of scratch each other I, I serve my church every sunday Okay. Yeah. We all have our home churches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's the it's the reborn warriors, man. Right. Look look out. <laughs> Coming down your street. All right. So um uh okay. How can they reach you about helping out in your worship team? Um, they can actually reach out if you go to Facebook. Um, you can look up my myself, Ryan Garza, um, or you can look up Living Word Church and um You'll see my pastors as the picture profile picture. Um, you can send us a message or anything like that. And you guys are linked up with our uh, Facebook page and Instagram as well on the uh, Rock Salt Radio yes, on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, I post a lot of your repost a lot of your stuff. <laughs> so I, I I can do my little bit to help you guys here from California. <laughs> yes, sir. We appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no sweat. So. Uh, I was looking forward to having you guys on. We're doing the birthday thing, and uh, I got I got you guys. Well, I got you guys to help me <laughs> present Aaron with a birthday gift, which he desperately needs. He desperately <laughs> needs this. Yes, <laughs> desperately needs it. Is. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with a little bit of story, which is um, we went to a festival that is here in Sacramento called Aftershock. It's a pretty big festival and it goes on for three days. And uh, it's a lot of, even though we're not camping there, it's a lot of preparation that goes into it because you're spending an entire day out at a park watching rock shows. And as the four or five of us pile into the, the family truckster to head down to the park, um, we're getting on the freeway and Aaron all of a sudden's like, 
hey, I, I don't have my phone. I go, where's your phone? I don't know. And we had to, you know, find my iPhone thing with this tablet. And we found his phone on the freeway. And we had, Darren had to go out there and dodge cars. To oh, wow. Did that. Oh, okay. Daryl. Daryl. Our friend, uh, our yeah. friend, Double D, he uh, had to uh, dodge cars on the freeway to, <laughs> yeah, to get Aaron's phone back. And Aaron had left it on the roof of the car. Flash forward to about, I don't know, about six months ago, after recording one of our podcasts here, uh, Aaron takes off to go home, and then he calls me, I don't know, 20 minutes later, he goes, hey, dude, uh, did I leave my Yeti at your house? Uh, no. He goes, I can't find my Yeti. And he drives back, and there it is on the side of the street. What did he do? He left it on the roof of his car. No, it was on the... <laughs> It was on the roof. It was on the tailgate. Excuse me. Yeah. All right. I'd have heard that thing if it was on the roof. <laughs> what about it's a pretty the big yeti. Thing? It's a pretty big yeti. And we all know yetis are expensive. You don't want to lose one of those things, right? Whoa. So um, I thought that you guys could help me. And do, do one of you have the gift? Yes, sir, I do. All right. Ryan's got it. All right. You present this to Aaron. Can you see Aaron? Can you see Ryan? I can see Ryan. All right. Go ahead, Ryan. Show Aaron what all of us did for him for uh, his birthday. Sweet. Here we go, brother. Check it out. We got your very own reborn tumbler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not to be left on the roof of your car. No. (laughs) Look, we wrote you a special. We signed that all day. Oh, great. do not leave on car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, what else does it say, Ryan? It says on here, it says, this cup is not ready to fly. <laughs> you don't want to look deeper again into the reflection of your rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, man. That is all those guys. I didn't make any of that up. I just told them you like to leave stuff on your car. <laughs> so I, we used, we used uh, the singles that we put out. Um, I don't know if you caught that last one here. Yeah. Is, is Spoiler that alert. Single? Reflection. Reflection. Spoiler is alert. It? Oh, okay. When is that hey, one we, coming? Remember to stay tuned that I told you? That's the one. Uh, okay. oh, what, what, mm. When is that coming out? Reflection. Um, as, soon as, we, as soon as we finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it, you sound like my, my kids would go, hey, Dad, when we get in there? When we get there. When we get there. <laughs> when we get there. Oh, that's great. I'll be honest. I, I rarely drive off with stuff on my roof but the two times i've done this has been with dave and so you know i I will i'm sure you guys are close friends and something happens and you guys just joke around about it for for ages and so dave is not gonna never you know the when he dies is when the last time I'll hear about this. <laughs> no, I'll we'll come be, back and we'll, haunt you. We'll, yeah, no, we'll be like 85, you know. <laughs> Did you forget your walker on your yeah, roof? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, here's the thing is uh, um, I have a, uh, a small group of close friends that we go to concerts and do stuff like that together. And each one of us has our own little tick, which we never let the other live down. Mine is 
Um, I'm typically the driver. I'm the designated driver to these shows and I always get lost. <laughs> I always get lost, like an hour and a half lost. It's like GPS, I followed the GPS and here I am in like boondocks, you know? So, um, uh, Aaron's is he, he leaves stuff on the car. <laughs> well, don't and leave then, this one on there Aaron. no i i won't no <laughs> but i will be using it all day at aftershock though awesome. um you know it sometimes can get uh pretty hot, hot. yeah pretty hot yeah and so we gotta stay hydrated yeah. throughout the day we don't get so. humid like like san antonio we just get hot man don't remind me you know oh, speak, speaking <laughs> of festivals when are you guys gonna start playing um all these different christian rock festivals across the the nation next year maybe hopefully uh i've been i've been doing some work and trying to send out some emails and stuff like that to different uh radio stations and different places to see you know what else we can do even reaching out to some of the, the other guys you know like from stonewall saving jackie just reaching out to some of those guys hey guys <laughs> what can y'all do or what can we do to to kind of get on these these shows I, you know because they're playing in missouri today yeah uh uh roger and uh uh caleb caleb yeah, we're playing it uh or yes i don't know when they played i think, I think they played today, today for us yeah. yeah so yeah. i was hoping i could stream it but uh they didn't work that out so yeah. you checked out <laughs> so, uh have you guys checked out it's critical from saving jackie oh yeah awesome awesome record i was listening to it like last week and it, I, they did a great job anthony and his crew they're really dedicated of, of what they do yeah, they they are really awesome. And uh, Aaron just played the new one from uh, Stonewall Static, right? Uh, yes. That was a new one, right? Yeah, from Kayla came out yesterday. That sounded really. That. What's that? I was just gonna ask you about that. If you heard the new one from from Stonewall, man, it's it's a lot different from what they normally do. I know, but they, it, great. but they did incorporate what they do into yeah. that song, but then they made it heavier. There you so go. It, yeah. So it does sound like them at the beginning, like stuff they do. Right. And they incorporated a little heavier sound, which I liked. It's my it, it's my favorite Stonewall static song. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was you know, awesome. yeah, they, they did a great job. Glow sticks is an earworm, man. So, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I listen to that yeah. song and then I wake up the next day going glow sticks, glow sticks. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I bought my own. I told Caleb next show I go to. I'm bringing my glow sticks with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I want to do rock salt glow sticks and just send him a case of them. So he throws them out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just put the little so, sticker on the side. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what well, will, will I be using my cup at a sound for the crown too? Do you know, do you know if that's going to take place? I don't yet? know yet. I haven't heard okay. anything, but I, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I sure hope so. Yeah, I, I want to come out and hang out with everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah so. Hey, since I got you guys on the line, Aaron, do you want to do my gift? You said you got me a gift. You want oh, to do it while they're on the oh, phone okay. or you want to do it later? Well, it's not as good as the one you got me, though. <laughs> well, that's okay. okay. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Uh -oh. You didn't stand in my cup, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a T-shirt either, you know. Come All on, right. Man. So uh, Aaron, Aaron's got me and it kind of falls away, but, uh, you know, he's got me this bag. Yeah, let's see my, my wife worked together oh you know. okay yeah lovely dawn did she had plenty of time in the uh blues mobile on your 2300 mile well, trip we, to we idaho got, we got back <laughs> I, I, just uh oh do i want to open this oh yeah oh, okay all right 
No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it does have it, it in it. Open. It kind of looks like a booze bottle. Yeah, it's, you know, so. Okay. Uh, there were. Oh, Roth. Rufus Teague, some uh, oh whiskey maple barbecue sauce. Yes. Nice. All right, that's cool. Yes. Because I love my barbecue sauce, guys. Nice. Love barbecue sauce with whiskey, right? <laughs> you can't go wrong, man. Oh. <laughs> All right. What is this one? Oh, Better Call Saul. What? Is, what is this? It's a uh, kind of figure. I'm a big Breaking nice. Bad, Better Call Saul fan. What's not oh, like? nice? This is gonna go nice in my office. It's a yeah. better call Saul uh, figure. I know you can't see it, but it's okay. a better call Saul uh, uh, action figure. Yes. Nice. All right. He's well, got thank all you. Things, the things up in our house. So yeah, thought, you know, a, you never, you don't have one of those. So no, I don't have anything from uh, Better Call Saul. So that's that's really cool. And you put barbecue I sauce saw, like, on. One, I only saw one episode from Better Call Saul. Oh, really? I love it because I was in the uh, I worked for an attorney service for 10 years and I knew a lot of attorneys just like him. And uh, that's why I love that show. But it's worth getting into. Worth getting into. I might check it out again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah. That one I watched. OK, so uh, if you like Breaking Bad, it's definitely different from Breaking Bad. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, if you like Breaking Bad, I, I would think you would like Better Call Saul. And you put barbecue sauce on about everything. So I do. I, I, I like I thought you would enjoy you know. that. Hey, how does that you think this will taste on mac and cheese? Let's throw it on there. See what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I got this stuff from uh, on the side of the road uh, in, in Washington. Nice. So so if you guys didn't know, I just got back from Idaho. So today. So or yesterday. So, yeah, 2300 miles with your wife. Um, best marriage counseling you'll ever have. You know, <laughs> that was it was a lot of fun. My wife just sleeps I'm, through it all. <laughs> I'm getting ready for one of those next week. Oh, but you you got little ones, don't you? Though, yeah, you got little ones. So yeah. that that they it's not add, that, that it's not that big, but it it will it counts. Yeah, and so all right. Yeah, well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drive to Florida with my wife. Are you? Oh, oh wow! It's yeah. not humid enough for you in Texas. You need to go to Florida. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm taking my wife and the kids too. We're making it a family trip. <laughs> yeah, we're going on vacation right afterwards. Are you? Oh, that's great. In yeah, Florida, I or mm -hmm. I am. You you going to Disney World or something? Mm, yes, yes. Awesome. I'm going to. What? Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so I won't be. I won't be. I won't be in. Because it's, it's my my girl's first birthday, so I'm traveling to Puerto Rico. But nice. uh, you guys are traveling uh, all over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys need to start playing shows when you go all these different places. You know. Rob said I know. Us a, a gig in Puerto Rico. <laughs> hey, I'm down. I'm down. Is is reborn big in Puerto Rico? <laughs> Not you know, really. Well, oh, my okay. family knows about it. Okay, you need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i appreciate you coming on that, thank you thank that, you very much that tumbler is awesome it's it's better than i had expected oh yeah you know we had a <laughs> ryan and i had to work it out a little you know of like ordering it and sending it back and forth across the country but uh uh i'm sure he'll drop it in the mail and you'll get oh, yeah. it shortly aaron yep definitely so what size of shirt are you me? Yes. Yeah. I'm a uh well, I'm a double X. Me too. 
Double X. They right. didn't ask you, you, Aaron. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Okay. You're getting the tumbler. Okay. You're a double X. I'm a double X. Okay. Awesome. Sweet. I'm just playing, Aaron. Oh, thank thank you guys. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks for playing along with Dave because he likes to do things like this. Yeah. I'm I'm all about how can I surprise people like this. So thank you guys. I appreciate you, you coming on it. and thanks taking for the having time. Us. Thank yeah, you. Thanks thank for you. having us. And check out deeper again. Uh, you guys are on Spotify. And whenever they get the new song done, it'll be on too. Yeah, called Reflection, right? Yes, sir. All right. Talking, hey. about, talking about the new song, a big shout out to our producer, Tabron Baker. He's doing a great job. I just want to say thank you publicly. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, awesome. sir. Thank you, Tabron. Awesome. And uh, find Reborn. Give me give me the, uh, the uh, uh, places they can find you guys. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Bandcamp. Now I just, I just put us on Bandcamp so you can support us, help us, help support us on there. Um, all social media, all streaming platforms, um, and then officialreborn.com. You could check us out there with all our merch and stores and stuff like that. You've got the, uh, lyric video for deeper, deeper again, just went up right yes. on uh, YouTube. Shout out yeah. to Dave for that one. Dave, thank you. Our drummer. Yeah, not me. I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> this day, this day, this day right here. Good. Um, the real quiet one in there. Yeah. Yeah. You got to talk more, man. I know you're the drummer and it's kind of your thing, but you got to talk more. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think Dave and I fight over who's quieter. <laughs> For real. I, I speak through my music. That's how yeah. I speak. Yeah. It's because my solos do the talking. <laughs> There you go. My solos do the talking. Hey, um, that's a track for an album. Save that title. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's just make it a solo. That's it. Full solo. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you. you coming on. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. This is Ralph from Reborn, and you're listening to a Rock Souls Musicast experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock Soul Musecast experience with Aaron and Dave. And it is, you know what, Aaron? Uh, uh, here's a homework assignment for you. Okay. Can you find some music for flashback maybe it's like the delorean sound the car going back or whatever yeah maybe okay. or, yeah maybe something like that or okay. maybe something that runs in reverse or uh, i don't know okay you know something How something would, cool maybe a back to future sound sound alike <laughs> sound alike or <laughs> sound whatever. alike because okay. we don't want uh, copyright problems Th that would be true um yeah, so, we're a big show and everything. So uh, yeah, so. I got I got a fat wallet that people want to dip their <laughs> sticky right. fingers into. Flashback July nineteen. Flashback nineteen ninety nine. What were you doing in ninety nine, Aaron? Do you remember? Well, I was glued to the TV because uh, the first story you're going to talk about. Oh, I'm gonna. I was partying like it was nineteen ninety nine. Okay, but so was Tony Hawk because oh, he yeah. did the first seven twenty. Yeah, seven twenty. Uh, that's two and a half revolutions. Yeah, I'm not sure if on he a did skateboard. On, uh, X Games were back in 1999. It was the, the first X Games that he did it. The, at. The, wow. Yeah. yeah, and he'd probably been doing it probably for like three or four months earlier. But thought, you know, I'm going to break it out on TV. Probably, you know, probably. And um, now I go. Oh, skateboarding? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the godfather of skateboarding for sure. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Um, now. 
he has since exceeded that with the 900, which is what, or what is it, 960? No. I, I don't know. Three revolutions, right? No. Four. Four? Yeah. I don't 180, remember. 360. No. 360 is one full oh, revolution. That's right. So two, 720 is two. two. 900 two. is two yeah. and a half. Yep. And now people are doing three revolutions, which is 1080. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, there we go. We can do math. Yeah, I did okay in math class. <laughs> um, give me a pen and paper. I can figure yeah. it out. I don't need a calculator for, for simple math like that. <laughs> what did else? You, did your teachers make you show your work anyways? What? Remember that in school where they made you show you, your work? You know what? Are you going to have a calculator with you everywhere you go? <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> oh, in July 19, sad news, uh, JFK. JFK died. JFK Jr. Yeah. And JFK. A plane, plane crash. Little so. Johnny. Uh, and his, his wife. Yeah, a lot of people thought he'd be in politics. He was a lawyer, uh, you know, started a magazine. I don't think he had any interest of, of going into the family business. No, I think he was too smart for politics. Could be. Honestly, I think he was, he was too smart, smart enough to stay out of politics. That's what I mean is, is I think he was too smart for politics. And he knew that... Uh, you know, he can live a much better life being a uh, uh, little Johnny Jr. I forget what they used to call him, but, you know, uh, people always remember him as saluting his, you know, his father's casket when, yep. when they went by. And uh, uh, and I think he, he knew that people just loved him. And it didn't matter which side of the fence you were on. You just, everybody liked JFK Jr. Yeah, the family business. Yeah, so but, why go ruin your reputation like getting into politics? Yeah, that'd be true. Yeah. Going through that uh, cavity search. Yeah, you know, right. Go, go through everything. So That metaphorical cavity search. Uh, a program on HBO Max you had just watched. And, oh, uh, Woodstock 99. Yeah, all of a sudden, we're doing July 1999. So. Yeah, well, it didn't work. I mean, it coincidentally it worked, out. Yeah, it worked, worked out, out that way. I didn't watch Woodstock 99 just because. Uh, we were doing 99, but yeah, Woodstock 99 happened in, uh, July 22nd in Rome, New York at Griffith's park, uh, attended by approximately 200,000. Now that documentary I said, I saw said it was 300,000. So I don't know what the true number is. We'll, we'll just say it was a lot of people. It was way more people than a crowd I want to be in. Now, Aftershock is about the biggest crowd I like being in. 50, 60,000, something yeah, like that? Yeah, about 50,000 people. I have been to WrestleMania where it was like 72, 75,000 people. But you had your own seats, though. Yeah, I had I mean, my own seat. I didn't have to, you know, fight for my space with everybody else. Uh, Aftershock and Woodstock were kind of in just a field type of thing, and you got to fight for your space. And I, I don't want to do that with. 200,000 plus people. Now, did you enjoy the documentary? I did. It was very interesting. It's very interesting. And we, we talked to Rob from No Lost Cause. He was there. He was there. Yep. And he said he's going to watch the documentary. He didn't even know about it. So he's going to watch the documentary. So I want to get Rob back on after he's watched it. Okay. And talk to him about the documentary. See what he thinks about it. Because I think that would be interesting. It would be. Because, yeah, I mean, nothing like a first account. Right. I you mean, it, look, documentaries can be factual or they can. Well, I think they're all based in fact. However, it's however they want to cut it up to make it look 
to tell the story they want to tell, whether that story is true or in the case of people like, um, oh, who's that fat, sloppy dude made Roger oh, oh. and me? Um, oh, I, man. Columbine, Bowling okay. for Columbine. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, you know Michael what? Moore? Michael Moore. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, he cuts up his documentaries. Oh, I'm going to go on a rant here for a second. Can I, can I go on a second rant? Okay. It's not long. It's just okay, go it's ahead. short. Okay, I watched Bowling for Columbine, and uh, I lived in Colorado Springs when I watched it. And uh, just the uh, geography of what he tells in that documentary the geography of uh, he's showing a big, giant B-52 that he's standing at. That, that B-52 is at the um, Air Force Academy, which is in Colorado Springs, which is a good mm, hour from Littleton, which is where Columbine was. And Littleton really has little to nothing to do with Colorado Springs. But it was the story he wanted to tell, and he, he told these untruths in his documentary because he cut it up a certain way to make it look like these two places were so close to each other that, that the influence of the military was the reason that Columbine might have happened. And it's like, ah, it's just ridiculous nonsense. Well, I think people are caught on to him. I mean, he, he doesn't, you know, get paid a whole lot of money anymore for making movies so uh you know he was putting out movie after movie and getting paid and i think people are caught on to him yeah here's the thing if you want to if you want to make you want to be a documentary maker and uh you want people to go see movie after movie of yours tell the truth because that's why people watch documentaries they want to learn something and they expect it to be the truth and he clearly doesn't tell the truth i think there's a few shows we watch um, a lot, and those people want to tell the truth, and I think that's why good, bad, uh, right, left, Republican, Democrat, we just want to know the truth about um, events, and that's why we watch some of the shows we watch. So, right. hey, well, let me get on to our last story for one, nighttime. Go ahead, let go me ahead. let me say one thing. Okay, Mad Mike said to me, Mad Mike from Pit My Ride, he said, "There is nothing." true on tv there is nothing real on tv and that includes the news that's a quote from mad mike okay our last story is lance armstrong now a lot of people have um trashed his name trashed what he did yes he did lie about not doping up um a lot of the it turned out after investigation reports and all that a lot of bikers um cyclists back then um, doped up. He was just doing what everybody else was doing for the most part. Um, but I will tell you one thing. The guy put so much attention on cancer research. You know, with those Live Armstrong. Right. Bracelets, live Strong. Live yeah. Strong uh, bracelets. He was, um, he went before Congress, presidents to get uh, more funding for cancer research. And more people are living today because of what he did. For putting money and awareness with cancer research, uh, the, the guy, you know, I don't, I want to, I don't want to call him a hero, but the guy did a lot to help uh, people survive. Uh, this cancer. is true. This is true, and that's one of those throw the baby out with the bathwater yes. situations. I always go back to Mike Warnke, who, and we were talking about truth, and it yeah. came out that he was not telling the truth. However, we threw out the baby with the bathwater because he had a good message. 
and and how many people did he actually reach with that message you know sometimes you got to step back and slap their hand instead of kicking them out the door i was wrong about the tony hawk thing july 27th tony hawk First skateboard to land a 900, not the 720. Okay. The 900, but he he was the guy to do the 720 first okay. as well. But he landed the 900. He, okay. he landed the 900 on July 27th, 1999. Okay. Well, I'm going to reach in our treasure chest and uh, grab the top uh, top four from the, or four from the top 10, as we call it. Stephen Curtis Chapman, DC Talk, Delirious, and Sonic Flood coming up on Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Rock Salt, I'm Dave Peril. This is Aaron Sound. And we've got new shows every week on demand on Spotify. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. And uh, Aaron, I, I saw the story, <laughs> the story this week. Uh, it it. It raised the hair on the back of my neck. It made me a bit angry, but at the same time, I just kind of laughed and went, it's par for the course. I remember you, you sent me a tax. We got to talk about this. Yep. You know. How much would you pay for a trash can, Aaron? I, I think Home, uh, Home Depot sells them for about, uh, you know, probably $25, $30. I would, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get an estimate. Well, what if, you, what if you had to put a nice decorative iron trash can out in your front yard and uh you wanted it to look nice how much would you pay for that uh, maybe 200 dollars. okay 200 bucks yeah all right i give it, you is that. that reasonable i think okay. it is okay all right um san francisco you want to guess how much they're paying for trash cans well you already told me um so i i don't oh, did have I? to guess but all right but i want to i'm gonna say uh <laughs> they should be paying no more than uh about five hundred bucks for their trash cans. Okay, I'll agree with that. I would even double that and go a thousand. A thousand. All right. I think we'd be conservative and still go a thousand. <laughs> I'm and still gonna, get some really nice trash cans. I'm just gonna say I think they paid more than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know like, they you did. Know, you know, we are going through uh, some inflation now. Okay. So. <laughs> so this story is from Fox News. However, it is on uh, the Washington Examiner and San Francisco Chronicle and uh, several other news sources. It's pretty much the same story. So it's not a uh, it's not a conservative liberal topic. It's I just think everybody is. but the San Francisco government has a problem with what they're paying for trash cans. I do. Uh, thank God I don't live in San Francisco. San Francisco, considering some new public trash cans, but it won't be a cheap project. San Francisco Department of Public Works could spend about, give me a drum roll, Aaron, $20,000 a piece for 15 prototype cra- trash cans. <laughs> 15 or 20,000 times 15. What are we talking about? $300,000 there or something I, like I that? I think the, the guys making the garbage cans are like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Right? Right? They just hit the lottery. Yeah. However, once the city decides on what can to buy, because they're not even sure yet, the cost per unit will be much lower, KTVU reported earlier this week. The prototypes are part of a $537,000 pilot program. What did I say? About $600,000, right? No, $300,000 is what I said. So it's a little higher, almost double. 
the city is considering to replace more than 3,000 public trash cans throughout the city, according to the station. KTVU reported that officials want to install new trash cans that can withstand vandalism and tampering. That I understand. While also including recycling options and alerts when the can needs to be emptied. Okay. Mm. Uh, all right. But by law, if you mm-hmm. steal a $20,000 item, that's a... Uh, Grand theft? Well, I'm going to tell you, first of so all... So if you, if you stop defunding the police <laughs> and start arresting those who steal the $20,000 garbage can, uh, which is grand theft, I'm going to tell you the problem. I'm going to tell you that um, the makers of these trash cans should give San Francisco the graffiti option and just have them already graffitied when they get them <laughs> and save everybody a lot of time and hassle because that's the first thing that's going to happen to these trash cans. Uh, San Francisco is a beautiful... Wait, who said this? San Francisco is a beautiful city, and keeping it clean can be a challenge. <laughs> Acting public works... Was that to, 20 years ago? Was that written 20 years ago? Because that's when it was a beautiful city. Yeah. Acting public works director, Alaric Dagren... Oh, man. We're just going to call him AD, okay? Okay. Uh, said in a statement about the prototype trash cans, finding the right public trash can to serve our needs at a reasonable cost has driven this design process. Do they have a committee? <laughs> Do they have a trash can committee? <laughs> yeah, I'm Cause, sure. Because, I mean, it just seems like all government. Well, they like a committee, committee for everything. A committee for everything. Yeah. Um, the city is testing three prototype designs in its pilot program, along with already available models. KTVU reported in a statement, AD described the three designs as durable, hard to tamper with, and easy to service, and aesthetically pleasing. Well, here I'm looking at a picture of them. They are aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I would they've say got that the, going for they'd be the only city to spend twenty thousand dollars a piece on trash cans. Yeah, but, you th- th- but then I think there's there's New York. There's Boston. I think there's L.A. I think these other cities. There's Seattle. I think these other. I can see them following. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think these other cities are going to let uh, San Francisco be the front runner on these and and just go, hey, you try them out. And then once you're all done spending all your money, we'll just buy the cheaper version that works for you because it'll probably work for us as well. Uh, though the $20,000 price tag is steep for the prototypes, KTVU reported that once the city chooses a design to replace its current 3,000 trash cans with, the units are likely to cost between three dollars and $4,000 a piece. Three dollars and $4,000 a piece. It still so- seems excessive. However, not everyone was pleased with the pro- with the proposed program, you don't say. During a committee, there you go. There's my committee. <laughs> During a committee meeting on Wednesday, San Francisco Supervisor Matt Haney said he was concerned about the steep price of the prototypes, even though he supports replacing the city's trash cans. Uh, how many prototype trash cans are being produced and what is the price of them? Haney said, I saw the line item said 15 of them for $300,000. Ah, look at me. I'm good at math again. That is an extraordinary cost per can. A San Francisco resident called the price tag insane. It's probably the only sane San Francisco resident. (laughs) According to KTVU, the uh, Department of Public Works hopes to begin testing the prototype trash cans by the end of the year so the winning trash cans can replace the current cans by next year. Okay, so, so how, they, I, I don't, how are they going to test them? They well, gonna they're, they're going to they're gonna install these $20,000 trash cans on corners 
in San Francisco. Now, for anybody that has not been to San Francisco, they do have a trash problem. As any major city like New York or Los Angeles, or even on a good day, has a major or has a trash problem. Okay, I've been there when the trash cans are overflowing and and there's garbage piling up next to them and all that. And eh, you know, maybe a trash can that says "Hey, empty me out" is a, a good idea. Not at twenty grand, though. Not at twenty grand. And uh, let's be honest about it. Um, there's going to be people. Mm, I'll be blunt. You okay? Yeah. I'm, you need to change man. your brand, Aaron? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's going to be people urinating on these things. There's going to be people jumping on these things. There's going to be garbage overflowing. I don't care how much it tells somebody to empty me. It's going to overflow because when they have huge events uh, like parades and that sort of thing is when these cans overflow. Um, people are going to hit them with cars. Uh, all kinds of things, and I think it's just a I think it's just a waste of money, and I think somebody who uh, uh, cares about the citizens of San Francisco needs to step up and say, "I'm not wasting taxpayer money this way." You can you can give me a prototype at four at five thousand dollars. I'll I'll pay the five thousand dollars for the prototypes, and uh, when uh, when I think they're good, I'll give you two thousand dollars a piece, because I'm going to buy so many of these things. Well, folks, Dave Beaton for San Francisco mayor. Oh, saving you. There you go, using my real name. Yeah. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Dave for San Francisco mayor. That's all right. You can call me Peril. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it's all right. I, I don't hide my real name. It's no big I, deal. I, I just, it's my radio thing. Um, and it, you know what? It goes back to my buddy Dane. It's kind of all in respect to him. I see. Because he named me. So Dave Peril for San Francisco Mayor. Yeah. I, I won't win. <laughs> I won't win because nobody will like what I have to say. That's right. Clean your mess up. <laughs> this is not cool. People do not live this way. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the good parent always wins. You know. You ever watch Hoarders? Uh, yeah, we have. San Francisco is like an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> it really is. Because they, they have all this nonsense and filth and garbage and junk in the city. And you walk into the house like they do on Hoarders. And they go, I, like when I watch the show, I go, wow, that could be a really nice house. Look what you did to the place. And then uh, uh, this, the same person, the, the psychiatrist, is like, you know, you're just going to have to throw away that 30-year-old power bill. <laughs> no, I can't. I need it. <laughs> That's San Francisco. <laughs> oh, man. And then they go out and they buy more junk. <laughs> oh, San Francisco needs uh, intervention. It does. <laughs> it really does. On many different levels. Yeah. I'm not even getting political about it. I'm just saying, uh, there's a right way to do things. There's a wrong way to do things. And San Francisco has been choosing the wrong path over and over and over again. Well, folks, that was an interesting story in Dave's rant. We're going to get back to the music on Rock Salt Music Guys Experience with Newsboys. Rock Salt, Dave Peril, Aaron's out. Hey, Aaron, where can people contact us? On our email at rocksaltradio at gmail 
gmail.com. Rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave, and it is the uh, last break of the day. We'll get to what did we learn today in a minute here, but I wanted to I wanted to talk a quick minute about the two trips that you took. The one trip that I took with you, uh, because we you've been jet setting. Yeah, we twenty three hundred miles with my wife in the uh, Bluesmobile. It, yeah, and ten. Uh, it, it is right, Bluesmobile. It's because it's, it's blue. That's right. You, <laughs> I, I keep thinking, why you say Bluesmobile, and that that makes sense now, but. Uh, yeah, we went to uh, Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. But before that, we went to uh, Lost's Landing, which is by Bodega Bay in on the coast um, in California here. And we had a great time. Uh, eight guys? Yeah, I think, I think eight, that was yeah. right. Eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went camping for a couple of days. And uh, you, you came to me, I don't know, earlier this year. You said, uh, I want you to go crabbing with us. And I went, oh, I've been wanting to go crabbing for a long time. And the odd thing about that is I enjoy fishing and crabbing and that sort of thing. And I really like crabbing better than fishing. But um, I don't have a taste for seafood. I don't like seafood. I did try some crab, though. It wasn't bad. It's just not my thing. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. But my buddy Frank, though, can cook. Yeah, he did well on that. Uh, uh, what did he get? A tri-tip or something? Uh, it was a cross rib because meat prices are through the roof. He got a cross rib roast, and he smoked that thing for about five to six hours, and it was It was fan- so good. Yes, fantastic. Then we put the uh, the crab in a huge bucket. Caught like almost 30 crab, like Some, 25, yep, something like 25, that. 25, I think it was. Yeah, and uh, they were gone. Yeah, was, eight guys ate twenty-five crabs. It was great. I mean, well, seven guys because I didn't. Yeah. I only had a bite of one. Yeah, from the uh, from the ocean to the pot, straight from the ocean. Yeah, and it was uh, like I said, it wasn't bad. I I can imagine that if you are a seafood lover and if you are a crab lover, it would have been fantastic. You know the best thing the that corn I got from oh, uh, man. the local supermarket here. Luckily enough, living in Northern California, we have all these cornfields that are around us. So all the, the corn we well, get in this area. not just corn, but whatever whatever produce you want is all fresh and right here. Yeah, so uh, I went to the supermarket, and uh, they had some fresh corn, and I brought that on the trip. And so we had crab, the steak, the meat. And the corn. And, and the corn, and that and was I fantastic. Am a, I am a corn-on-the-cob lover. And, uh, yeah, so I had a couple of those, and I was, I was just, I was digging it, even though I wasn't eating any of the crap. Now, we didn't have s'mores. I am not a huge s'more guy, so I don't know about yeah, you, Yeah, I was missing that a little. We, okay, I, I felt we needed guy. to bring some s'mores out there. Uh, but, I brought the marshmallows, because I love the taste of burnt marshmallows. I, I can burn marshmallows. Oh, you were the burning them like crazy. Yeah. Like uh, the fire in hell or something like that. And it was a little cold at night, and that fire really helped uh, keep us warm. It did. It did. How did you uh, How did you sleep in your tent? Oh, really good. Did you? I had a little air mattress. I, I am 52 years old, and I am done sleeping on the ground. Yeah. See, I don't do the, the ground thing. I When I go on these camping trips with Aaron... I uh, bring my SUV, and I, I camp out in the back of the SUV. I lay out my bed, and I turn on my little uh, 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 Netflix or whatever, and I watch some TV, and 
I chill out by myself, and it's quite enjoyable for me, actually, because I get very little alone time. So now, you borrowed nice. one of my uh, mattress pads that I brought, the, I, the I, camping pads. I, I felt guess. a little guilty because they kept looking for it, and I didn't know that that was the one they were looking for. So I was sleeping on it, and then the last day, everybody was like, oh, there it is. Yeah, but you had, <laughs> Dave, uh, you're 50. You have seniority over the young kids. They can, they can sleep on the ground. Yeah, they'll live through it. But it was it was nice. Uh we had 100-degree weather in Sacramento. Oh, it's like had, 50. Uh, yeah, I think the high was 64. Yeah. Um, still, uh, some of us forgot to put on... Uh, sunscreen. Sunscreen. Uh, even though it wasn't sunny, it was overcast, and a couple people got burned. But it. besides that, um, you know, I've got the kids talk about, hey, they had a great time, so... We're going to grow this thing next year. Oh, yeah. There's so many people that I've talked to that say, I want to go next year. So, uh, you know, hey, you know what? Maybe we can get like Ryan Garza or Anthony Jimenez or Or, something like that to make a trip out to California. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. To get together and hear some stories or whatever. It was was great. We Uh, get them to plug in. uh, Some people (laughs) went that I didn't even know, um, had great conversations. So it it was a lot of fun. So, all right. Last break of the day. We always do. Or we almost always do. What What did we we learn today? So what did we learn today? Well, we learned that um, Rob from No Lost Cause was at Woodstock 99. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Woodstock 99 does not have the best reputation as the best Woodstock. Uh, Of course, 69 was the first one. 94 was the second one. And 99 was the third and final one. I don't think they'll do another. And he learned from you that HBO had a... A documentary. Uh, so I, I, I really like the documentary. Yeah, so uh, I can't wait to get his thoughts on it. Uh, Tony Hawk was the first skateboarder to do the 900 at the X Games. Yeah, yeah. the first X Games in San Francisco. He did the 900. Did the so. 900, which is three, three, two, two and a half full. Two and a, that's right. Two yeah, and two and a half. half full revolutions on a skateboard. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's been a, um, a what, 1080 or not. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm not a positive. I think there is, but I'm not positive. Uh, but even two and a half full revolutions on a skateboard, I think uh, True Lyric would tell you is pretty tough to pull off. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> um. And you brought the uh, guys from Reborn on to surprise me for my birthday. Were you What's surprised? It? Oh man, what a, I cannot wait to get this gift. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Uh, I'll have it aftershock for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's sending it out. So, uh, um, but uh, we learned something from Reborn today, which is they uh, have a new single coming out. Yes, <laughs> reflections, <laughs> reflection, right? Reflections. Reflections, yes. When and it's then, done. Yeah. <laughs> I said, when it's coming out. He goes, what is done? Yeah. When so, are we there? When are we going to get there, Dad? <laughs> yeah, when we get there. <laughs> are we there yet? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you, you always knew when to ask that question and when not to ask that question. <laughs> uh, you know oh, what? Man. I always knew what the answer was going to be, so eventually I just stopped asking. <laughs> Before you got in trouble? No, I didn't, I wouldn't get in trouble. It was just I knew what the answer was going to be, so I always felt that it was kind of pointless to ask the question because he, he always said, my dad always said, you'll know when we get there. <laughs> I'm going to keep bugging him, though, because uh, their first single I liked, their second single I loved, this one's going to be excellent. I can't wait to hear it. So I want to be like, hey, 
when it getting done yeah when's the, it getting done yeah yeah be that pesky kid in the back seat <laughs> you could be the pesky kid in the back of the country country squire station wagon that's facing backwards and looking at the traffic behind her <laughs> what are, are we there yet yeah <laughs> uh you know uh we're bringing uh caleb on next week from stonewall static um he lives speaking there. of young kids in the back of the country squire yeah he uh <laughs> He lives in San Antonio. I can get him. Hey, hey, bug those guys. Bug <laughs> yeah. those guys. So, uh, fantastic show today, Dave. Uh, next week, we got Rob from, I mean, uh, oh man, get my name. Caleb from Stonewall Static. Maybe he'll I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And by the way, I just want to say, uh, we're in the wind tunnel right now because it's extremely hot in Sacramento. Oh, yeah. So, I got like five fans going and a swamp cooler. <laughs> so, if you hear a buzz in the background, that's what it is. So, I... Uh, Again, uh, and then the following week, we've got a best of show. The first week in August, I'm going to be out of town again. Uh, of course, jet setting, Aaron. Yeah, I'm jet setting. You're and like you're like Bezos. And then uh, <laughs> sometime in August, we're hoping the second show in August. Uh, I mean, the 13th on the 13th uh, that weekend, of the 13th that uh, we can get which our weekend. Buddy. Uh, the 13th, yeah. <laughs> 14th, something like that. The, the, the second full weekend in August, Dave. Thanks. Okay. Uh, hopefully get our buddy Sal from Sunseed. <sighs> Sal Policetti. On the Sun Show. And, and Zoom call, too, so all of you can see Sal. Yeah. And so that's that's fantastic. So, uh, again, rocksaltradio at gmail.com if you wish to contact us. Uh, We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Yep. Uh, YouTube. Uh, Yeah, go uh, check out the YouTube channel. I was surprised that people were uh, unaware, people who follow us on Spotify and and Apple and all that, uh, they were unaware that we have a YouTube channel where they can see the people that we're interviewing, like Vector and uh, Reborn and Saving Jackie. And True Lyric. And True Lyric's on there, too. Last Trumpet. Oh, yeah. Don't forget Last Trumpet. Uh, great story from them. Um, but again, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, all those. Please, Stitcher. Please follow, subscribe. Uh, we need followers. Oh, we don't beg. Subscribe. Don't oh, beg. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. All right. It's not. Okay. Dear baby Jesus, please yeah. give us followers. There you go. Is that okay? Okay. There you go. Okay. Praying. Here, you want me to do that? Okay. I go know ahead. you love it. Okay, go ahead. All right. Dear baby Jesus up in heaven with the flowing hair. Please. Send the word out to the masses for us, especially those in other countries, because that really strokes my ego. You know it does. <laughs> Please okay. have them like, subscribe, and follow us and listen to the Rock Salt Musicast experience. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you all for listening. And what do we say, Dave? Happy trails. <laughs>